Okay, great. So hello, this is Anna Poirier, uh, the founder of Yoga Body Nutrition, and I'm here with Kylie. And we're doing a Life Path Astrology reading for Kylie, um, supporting her in gaining some deeper insights, awarenesses, and tangible tools around her life path. And we'll be using her astrological birth chart to do that. So welcome, Kylie. Hello. <laughs> You're welcome. Good to have you. Um, and since it's our first time meeting and I don't really know a whole lot about you, why don't you just share a little bit about you and what you do? Um, well, my name is Kylie. I'm 20. I just turned 21. Um, I don't know what I do. I work. Really. <laughs> yeah. Um, just work, work, work. I do like i'm all into astrology I, it's really um fascinating to me it um probably has to do with the fact that my son is in the eighth house that might help a little bit um i'm really into all the occult all mysterious kinds mm -hmm. of things um but yes i'm i really like like reading tarot and stuff like that kind of want to make it like a job one of these days but uh, yeah I don't know that's me great and um, right so wanting to kind of take these maybe fascinations into a way to actually live your life and make a living sounds like exactly yes um, and what do, you, what do you currently if you don't mind sharing what, what are you currently doing for work well, I used to work at a restaurant, so I'm not really, I can't do that anymore. Oh, right. Okay. Yeah. So in, in the in-between, in the transition, kind of. Yeah. Um, cool. It's all kind of weird. Right. And I think you mentioned actually in the intake form that you read, car do you do card readings? Yeah. Like I, I learned how to read them. Like I do them on myself. I... I've helped like a couple of my friends, like I read their cards and they, cause I kind of like practice on them. Right. See, like, if what I'm doing isn't just like, um, like I'm not making things up, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> and they, uh, no, yeah, they say it's really accurate and um, it kind of shocks myself. That's funny. You know, but yeah, it's really right. interesting. I'm just trying to learn more and more along the way right 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 um yeah and it's it is you know um it's great to have that confirmation i think and especially given your your underlying desire too um if, if you know if, if you do you feel like you have any specific questions or areas that you want clarity on with this are you kind of more just like open to the reading or um I don't know if there's anything you want to say about that. Um, I don't know. I'm, I'm more open to the reading. Um, if there's anything that kind of connects to it and can help me figure things out with that too, I guess. Does that make sense? It does. Yeah, it yeah. definitely does. Um, yeah. And what we'll be doing is I'll be going through kind of like the key touch points in an in initial life path astrology reading that should give you like, sort of like a 
um, like a starting point and an understanding to how things kind of work together. Um, and yeah, just like a good starting point, some clarity. My intention really is to source my own intuition and divide guidance in, in um, helping you gain some, you know, some insights and even like a game plan leaving the session. Hopefully that, that feels um, like you have some steps to take um, afterwards. So that, um, yeah, go ahead. Question. Am, am I going to be able to get like a copy of this like audio or something yes. like that? Yeah. I'll send that directly to you. Um, you know, I, I'm trying to turn them around fairly quickly, but yeah, you'll, you will definitely have access to it. Okay. All right. Just make yeah. sure. No, it's a good question. Um, I would recommend taking notes too if things come up because sometimes just that process is helpful for you as uh -huh. we go through, but don't freak out if you're like, Oh my God, I missed what she said. <laughs> um, because you'll have, yeah, you'll have the audio and you'll be able to re-listen to it. Okay. So, um, yeah, so that all said, uh, let's just start with your sun sign, which, um, you already said that you have some interest in, in astrology and, um, and so, you know, some of this, you're probably going to have some awarenesses around. And so if I, if you feel like, um, yeah, if you just feel like it's repetitive for you in any way, then let me know. But at the same time, uh, I think it's also just always like having a different interpretation and maybe a different way of looking at things hopefully will be illuminating to you. Um, so anyway, the, you know, the, the sun sign, your sun sign is in Taurus, which I'm sure you know that if you've followed your astrology and, um, and you even said that it's in the eighth house, which I don't usually talk about how stelliums, but I might touch on that because you have a stellium in the eighth house, which I think is um, something for us to, to look at and probably a big reason why you have this interest as far as your, you know, the interest that's being sparked for your life path around doing card readings and some of that kind of thing. Stellium, um, that means like when there's a lot of the same mm -hmm. placement, no? Exactly. Yeah. So it just means you have three or more planets in, in, the, same. in the same house. Yep. Or it can be in the same um, astrological sign. Sometimes people have like an Aquarius stellium or whatever. All right. But yeah, that's exactly what that means. I'm not going to go into that right away, but um, your sun sign is, is in there. Um, and, uh, you know, and your sun sign is generally speaking, like you probably relate, I don't know if you relate to your sun sign, like when you read your horoscope or whatever, do you feel like, yes, that's, I relate to that. That's me. <laughs> For the most part, it's more like, mm -hmm. I know that it's sun is like, kind of like your personality in a way. Yeah. Can, but there's like all different each planet has like a different meaning and different trait to it or whatever for sure for sure and um you know and what you know taurus typically is going to represent um kind of like that earthiness the hard working for sure taurians are hard working uh they're steady they're sensual. They have this, they have this sensuality to them. The rule it's ruled by Venus. So there's like an appreciation for the sensual pleasures for art, for beauty. Um, there's a warmth and a real steadiness and like loyalty and dependability with a Taurus. And it, and, and they relate to material 
that money and materialism is not to say that they're materialistic, but they're of the material world. And, um, often are, um, needing to surround themselves to a certain extent with some material comfort. Let's, let's put it that way. Okay. Um, as opposed to like a Pisces who's more like in the ethereal world and they're just like, la la la. Okay. Yeah. Maybe material. Great. Uh, <laughs> but, but they're a little more floating around in the, the waters and the, whatever. um, and in the life path astrology, we look at it as often how you see yourself and how you relate to yourself, but also what you, um, I like, it's, it's, it's like what, what you get to sprinkle throughout your work, your life. Um, so it's not necessarily how people peg you right away. You know, they probably recognize parts and pieces of that. But I like to think of it as like magic fairy dust that you sprinkle over everything so that it goes, it goes into, um, the bigger mix, but, um, but really how they may see you and is more of your rising sign. Um, and that you have in Virgo, which you probably know. Um, And in life path astrology, we see that as your, that that actually is your life path, that your rising sign relates to your life path, your soul's purpose, and kind of your mission. Um, And it also will relate to the problem you're here to solve. Um, And I don't know if any of that is like that type of uh, philosophy is familiar to you, but and it may be, but, but that's, that's kind of where we look for, for that information. I really see it as like, you know, the, the name rising sign, ascendant sign. It's like where you're rising to, like kind of what you're rising, you know, you're rising into, you're ascending into that bigger life purpose and that bigger life mission through that mm-hmm. sign. Um, so Virgo's, they're, um, they're great producers. They're great at like bringing people together and, and being behind the scenes and like producing something. Um, they definitely are the healer, great writers and speakers. Um, I mean, Virgo is the virgin. It's purity. It's truth. Um, often have like, I think really Virgos need like a bigger cause. Uh, they can be quite selfless. I would even say like martyrs to a certain extent. Um, they're highly organized, highly efficient, um, also hard workers, um, but often maybe a little more like Taurus is a hard worker. They're just kind of like steady. They're going to get the job done. Um, Virgos can be almost like just like very prone to burnout and perfectionism and self-criticism, criticism of others, but also self-criticism. And am super intelligent, absolutely very smart. Um, and there's often this, I would say whether you're a Virgo archetype or an actual Virgo, especially in the rising sign, it's, it's like there can be, um, yeah, there can be this, this tendency to burn out um, because of, and that self-criticism is really kind of 
self-destructive to a certain extent. So these are, this is like going more into like the problem aspect, right? I mean, yeah, Virgo will get the job done. They'll get it done amazingly, <laughs> super organ, you know, like best job ever. Um, but it's sometimes at a cost for, for the Virgo, for their sacri- you know, sacrificing themselves or what have you. Um, so uh, yeah, no, were you going to say something? What was that? Oh, I, sorry. I thought you said something. Um, oh, I just said it was very true. Oh yeah. yeah. So, you know, this one, <laughs> you know, do you, because, you know, in looking at this, I don't know if you've ever had the experience of, uh, because a lot of times what will happen is like that hard work that, you know, like I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it right. I'm going to keep, keep working, working, working. And then like health, health issues can arise. So I don't know if you struggled with or had any health issues well, I've always had, I do like push myself to the limit, mm-hmm. definitely when it comes to work. So like that would cause me to have like sleeping problems and like, mm-hmm. which would lead to like eating problems and just, just would trickle down to like a lot of things. So I've kind of yeah. over the years have had to like put myself in check and like, this isn't the amount of work I'm putting in isn't um, worth putting my health at risk you know yeah what I mean? yeah absolutely like I would work like when I would work at the restaurant I would work at like 13 hour sh- shifts like non-stop mm-hmm. straight through like I would eat standing up and like people would be like how do you do that and I'm just like I don't know I'm just used to it and like I mm-hmm. it's, it's very true like I do work myself to the limit because it's I like working like mm-hmm. I like working hard and I like working hard for I like having the things that I have because I work hard and I guess but I kind of like have to hold myself back because I'm just like I need to calm down and like my family's just like you're literally always working that's all you do like and I'm just like well it's I mean I like having nice things yeah like I get those nice things through working Mm -hmm. as hard as I do but like, yeah, I still have to like put myself in check sometimes and I'm just like, okay, calm down. Like, <laughs> it has to be that way. Like, I can still have good things. Just don't make, I make it such a bad habit of like pushing myself and stuff like that. Right. And that's your, I mean, your Taurus likes that. Your Taurus likes the reward. I mean, they, you know, they do like, that's very much a part of who you are and a way to honor it. But yeah, like you said, like finding, finding that balance. Yeah. And, um, and maybe watching that it doesn't become almost like a, a drug, like you're just like feeding that, right. Feeding that need to like, but I work hard and I can do this and, you know, more is better. Um, kind of slowing down. Yeah. And I think, you know, I'm going to, I wanted to look at this. Um, well, no, I'm going to, I'm still going to save the stellium. I don't want to go there right away. Let's actually go into your moon because um, your moon is your emotions. It's your motivation. Um, and we, when we, t- when we look at the life path astrology, we're like your motivation in your, in your business to kind of, and, and, and your motivation on your path, you know, within your mission. 
Um, so when you feel emotionally connected and like that's being taken care of, then you will continue to be inspired and you'll be able to maybe work more efficiently. Like instead of having it just be about work until you drop, um, I would say when you know that your moon needs some attention are the moments when you feel stuck, when you feel frustrated. I think in your case, it would just be like totally exhausted and depleted. Um, maybe you're like overly critical and cranky and like, you know, kind of <laughs> getting in that you're laughing. So you probably yeah. are connecting with that. Um, those are the moments that's like your wake up call of like, okay, I need to check in with my moon. So your moon is in um, Leo. And you, the interesting thing about Leo, is, so, okay, Leo's Virgo, uh, Leo is before Virgo, but Leo had, and so there are certain traits that, that, Le that Virgo learned from Leo. And, and some of those are like, they're both super organized, both tend to be perfectionistic, um, definitely, you know, very intelligent, all of that. But Leo has this, it's ruled by the sun. So Leo is like, it's got a warmth to it. Whereas Virgo can almost be kind of like dry and they're not, they're not very expressive. Leo is like expressive. You know, if, if Leo is like realized it's they're expressive, they're playful, they're confident, uh, they like the spotlight. And they're, they're kind of like, where that's a little contradictory to Virgo being um, more like behind the scenes. Leo's like, I like to be adored and, you know, admired <laughs> um, and all that. So this is your moon again, and it relates to your emotions, although Leo does show up again in your chart a couple of times. Um, and, um, and so if we think about, there's also a playfulness, like a childlike spirit to Leo. And, um, and so when you're feeling maybe depleted, stuck, frustrated in that space where you're like, oh, hmm, okay, might need to pay attention to my moon, um, that it might be just a, an opportunity to play, to like literally, which with Taurus and, Vir and Virgo, it's, it's kind of like, that might be a little bit of an edge, right? Especially Virgo. <laughs> but like making, like infusing some play into what you do, even if it's just bringing in playfulness. Um, and, and I, you know, at high, like, and that, these are things that, that if infused on a regular basis, you kind of will keep your moon satisfied and you'll keep that emotional motivation, inspiration alive. Um, I would even say like, how can you be in situations where you allow yourself to feel adored? That's a little more depending on like external. Like I do see this more as like an internal practice, but, um, you know, nonetheless, even if it's, if it's taking note of when you are acknowledged for your work and, um, and receiving that and not just getting stuck in the perfectionism of like, oh, but I could have done it better. Well, you know, it's like actually take that in. Um, your emotional self might really appreci appreciate that. 
Um, and just super simply get out in sunshine. I mean, Leo's ruled by the sun. So like, get out, get out in the sun, get some sun every day. Like let it shine on as much of your body as possible. Uh, I feel like Taurus will really like that too, because they have that earthiness and they, they let, you know, they're sensual. So it's like just that feeling of warmth on your body and your skin, taking that in. Um, yeah, now that I'm not working as much, it's like I'm getting into the habit of like going on a run and mm, I notice perfect. that I do a lot better. Like being outside, like it does help a lot. Yeah, for sure. For sure. And I think that would, that'll really satisfy, um, this aspect and and you know and I would even go in and I think this will uh, also play into some of the other places where Leo shows up in your chart but I'll mention it here too which is like expressing your heart because Leo is about self-expression so like expressing your heart expressing love expressing your love whether it's like love of different things um, or like love of somebody or you know whatever some people uh but like maybe allowing yourself to express more to self-express um and not hold it in as much um i have a bad habit of holding things in i'm sure you do given what we've gone through so far um and that's where leo is definitely going to challenge you especially where it shows up as we move through this and we'll let's actually just go right into that because i think it's a good segue um so another place where leo shows up for you is in your north node and also sometimes called your true node and i don't know if you've ever delved into that and it looks like your destiny or something like that, or like, or is it like your past life? Um, um not quite. Well, I mean, I don't want to say that because I know there's different interpretations. Uh, so I, I don't want to discount that interpretation at all. But how it, we tend to look at it in this modality is it is your challenge. It's mm-hmm. It's basically, so we take the North node and then we look at the polar opposite of that, which in this case, the polar opposite of Leo is Aquarius. And that, and so that's your South node. Your South node is your natural gifts. It just may be where you kind of lean into and you automatically own some of the traits of the Aquarian energy. And, but then the north node in the opposite sign of your south node is what's challenging you to to kind of step out of the comfort zone of your natural gifts. You can still use them. You still, you carry those natural gifts over and now you bring them out into, you know, just a place that's maybe not as comfortable Okay, is, is what that, is and it can't you know in some ways that can be seen as like your destiny or whatever because once you do allow yourself to like own that challenge and maybe step into it more regularly you really are living out more fully and and um as the self-expressed being that you are to be on this planet um you know and some of some of what aquarius brings to the plate is they can be a team player, um, humanitarian, 
there is definitely a rebelliousness and it, like an individuality, a freedom seeking to Aquarius. They're visionary, unconventional. Um, I don't know if any of this you find coming into just who you are and how you operate in the world at this point. No, yeah, it's very true. (laughs) I don't like going by the status quo. I'm always challenging people and things like let people live their life. How does it bother you or how is it affecting you? You know what I mean? Like I'm very, yeah. And it's very different when it comes to like my family. So Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I've always grown up like, seen as like different I guess you can say because like I'm so like I guess more open-minded than people than other people I guess yeah some people than some people for sure for sure and and that's you know and that's also a really beautiful aspect because there's a social you know there's almost like you can be more accepting like people because you're more open-minded to that which is awesome yeah Um, I don't like people being uncomfortable around me. (laughs) Yeah. Um, And that's, you know, and so bringing some of that, those gifts, right? Like we don't want to discount those gifts because they're great gifts, but then to really step into now, how do we translate that and, and allow it to be challenged by Leo, which, you know, especially with the Virgo that you have, um, and then Aquarius, which Aquarius doesn't really always want to like step into the spotlight. Like, you know, they're more like, okay, let's be team players. I'm going to support you. Let's do that. Yeah. You're, you're cool. You're cool. You're cool. And your weirdness and whatever. But Leo is, you know, Leo is, is first of all, I think adding a level of, you know, stepping into a different level of courage to let really own that individuality as 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 who you are and also um starting to step into the solo spotlight allow yourself to be seen more um allow yourself to be more self-expressed um and that you know that definitely i i i would i would say that from a Leo perspective, being able to get out into the spotlight could be doing something like videos or getting, being out on social media, being more outspoken about your unconventional ways and um, maybe your unconventional healing ways, tapping into that Virgo no yeah it's definitely a challenge yeah i'm very much a private person yeah like i like like i used to be like younger when i was younger i'm I'm still young but like (laughs) um like i would post everything on social media not everything but like a lot and now i've just like as i've grown i'm just like who really cares about that (laughs) just in general like i'm a very private person like what do people actually know about me Mm. I don't know like I'm secretive in a way but like <laughs> it's just what I'm it's what I'm used to you know what I mean like I, I like I respect my privacy a lot like um but yeah it is definitely a challenge being well, out and about certain things right right and that's hence 
why we consider it to be <laughs> why we consider it to be a challenge, right? Like it is there to challenge us. And you know, from the perspective of what you shared with me, um, okay, so you're, you know, you're definitely interested, intrigued by the esoteric and and there is a certain amount of um introversion that comes with that those types of interests like you want to kind of like dig on dig underneath it's not always the person who's like oh look at me look at me you know just out there and um but and 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 specifically around the card readings but this you know something that being able to be more outspoken about what these card readings are and like speaking from your heart, like that Leo being more courageous in how you present them and even being able to own your value, to be self-confident around that beginning to move in that direction would be part of that Leo challenge. And then, and then that as you own your value and even move in the direction of like, I'm owning my value. Like I see the adoration, the acknowledgement that I'm getting back from my readings and, and then using that, even like writing testimonials, whether you share them right off the bat or not, like writing them down. So you see them and you're connecting with them and, and then um, being able to share that and actually move in the direction of getting paid so that now like, Again, it's like creating that material world, that Taurus, that that sauce that you have that you're sprinkling throughout, and um, or that you know fairy dust, whatever you wanna, whatever you wanna call it. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know when when that's mo- when that's going into your uh, life path and in even the problem you're here to solve around the Virgoian energy, there's going to be, you know, most likely there's going to be an aspect of healing to your bigger mission. Um, you know, potentially healing. Yeah. You, and you already know that like healing perfectionism because Leo's got perfectionism too, like healing the perfectionism and, um, the self criticalness and, you know, that over that overworking, um, I'm actually, let's, let's go right into your 12th house because this is again where Leo shows up and it feels very much the natural progression here. Um, so your 12th house, which relates to like karmic debts, limiting beliefs, sort of like um, where, where we look to have our own, like heal our own limiting beliefs and, and karmic debts and, um, and also there is, there is an element of, so when, okay, basically the way that we look at it here is that when you're healing, your 12th house also relates to your, your, your ideal clients or your ideal customers or your ideal audience, kind of like the people that are really going to like, you're going to speak to. So they would be the archetype of Leo. They're not all Leo you know, sun signs or something like that, but they have, they're the archetype. They have this, um, they have this solar energy there. They're maybe, 
uh, want to be in the spotlight or have like a natural performer in them, but they also may be the overachiever. And, um, you know, perhaps they're expressing themselves, but not fully. Um, and they may kind of like dabble with the spotlight, you know, so there's some of these characteristics of Leo that's there. And, um, you know, and something you can ask yourself when looking at this, because it's basically through healing your ideal customer, client, audience, you know, reader, whatever, um, that you are also healing yourself. So it's like working through these karmic debts through the work that you do through your life's path, through your mission. Um, and some of the things that sometimes are really helpful is like asking yourself, who am I? where do I need to get to, to get to the next level? And it's like through those questions, through your own inner inquiry, then that's also feeding into how you're going to be helping your clients or customers. Um, it's also a nice, and a lot of coaches will look at this. They'll say like, look back three years for yourself. Where were you at that time? And that's kind of who you're speaking to. Okay. Sorry. I accidentally. Oh, that's okay. Bong. <laughs> that's okay. Um, so does that kind of make sense? Yeah, it does. What it, what you were saying, like the Leo being my ideal, um, like customer, mm -hmm. would it also be like, I don't know why I got like a hint of like social media. Like when mm -hmm. you said that, it made me think of like YouTube stuff. That's like, like has that energy of being like out in the open. Does that yeah, totally, totally. And it, and it could be, cause a lot of, you know, there is that aspect of like, there's this Leo energy, but, but there it needs to be supported and elevated, right? Like, so, so it's like they may be stuck in more of the um, overachievers, perfectionistic, and this, you know, again, there's those parallels of Virgo, um, maybe being uh, too demanding of themselves or others. And, and so then how do they, how do they, how do you like now begin to heal and elevate into that self-expressed Leo, who's like, you know, really magnetic and open hearted. And, and this is, this is something inside of you too, that gets to be owned and worked through of, of, like you said, putting yourself out there, social media on video, being that solo performer. Um, and, you know, and you can sprinkle Taurus through this by, maybe, um, having, uh, I mean, you'll, you'll do it in your work ethic for sure, but that there's some, you know, there's some beauty, there's some refinement there. There's, there's, uh, there's a material essence to it. And it could even be that there's some kind of actual product, like a physical product or products that may evolve for you over time that you create. That would be I thought of that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, cool. Um, yeah, that's great. And, and I think too, from that, 
um, from the Virgoian, you know, with the problem that your mission with the Virgo rising, um, maybe getting, get, getting them, getting them into their bodies, like getting them to like have like a sort of a playfulness and also that Taurian sensuality, which also really feeds into that, um, that eighth house for you because at eighth house stellium, there's a, there's like a potent, um, you know, sexual or sensual magnetism that happens when you have a stellium in the eighth house. And which means you're going to be magnetic and, and draw people in and, and you probably have like an overwhelming desire to like evoke the secrets from invisible worlds or, um, you know, psychic, have psychic experiences and, and all that good stuff. So that, you know, that's somewhere woven into it, maybe more on a personal level, having those psychic experiences, but you bring that into the material in what you present and maybe allow it to feed your material presentation of what it is that you're doing. Right. It's very, yeah, it's very true. <laughs> cool. No, I do. I've noticed like over the years, like I do have like the certain like charisma to me and like mm -hmm. I do, like I have a lot of friends. I don't know. Like I know that there's a, I'm very like self, um, self, um, like I know things about me and I know how I come off to people. What's that word? Like, self-knowing I guess yeah or self-aware self self-aware self yeah and I know I can see like the magnetism that I have or like not to sound like oh I'm magnetic but like I yeah I can read people very well and I don't know I just I know myself enough to know that yeah I can it's very it makes sense good Good. Yeah. And I mean, and that's part of like, Leo does have this magnetic quality, you know, and sometimes, sometimes it can almost be overbearing, like for Leos that when they're maybe not as self-aware or whatever, when they have, a, but, but mostly it's just very warm. And so really using that for you, like that self-expression uh, from a confident place, like, like I said, kind of expressing your heart. Um, and being more self-expressed in general, um, which definitely like, you know, like we, like we talked about that social media videos, uh, very, a, a really potent way regardless. And maybe you have like this little bit of like playfulness, like you kind of let a little bit of playfulness come out in it. Um, you know, while still bringing in that intelligence and, you know, and Virgo is a great speaker and, and writer. So conveying through those mediums right there is being, having that self-expression come through those mediums is really going to assist in your path. I see that. Yeah. Um, you know, from the perspective of money, um, 
and sort of like making money and, and all of that, we can look at your second house and um, let's actually look at Saturn first. So wherever Saturn is, it, it, Saturn is that, that disciplinarian and that father figure. And, and, and it's like, okay, you know, um, wh so whatever it's, it, it, it's in and it's in Taurus for you, there's a conversation that happens between Taurus and Saturn. Now, the thing is, is because Taurus already is like pretty good with the plan, pretty good with all of that there's 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 not a lot of discussion that has to happen like with some signs it could definitely be a big a bigger heftier more challenging discussion um but it but so it's like okay what would saturn be asking of taurus so that you can be rewarded you know from a monetary and and all of that perspective um you know just saying maybe like Okay, Taurus, like you do a great job of <laughs> working hard, coming up with the plan. So keep going with that. And it may be then that how do we infuse some of, um, how, do you, how do you make sure that you keep the, the balance and, and, the, and the harmony and that it doesn't become like just into a compulsion but that you're like, honestly, okay, here's my plan. I'm working towards this. And you keep the moving towards that lightness and taking care of your moon. Um, that's going to bring that forth, which um, I don't see so much of like a challenge in, in there. I just thought I'd kind of mention that. But then with your second house, which is your house of money and material things, uh, and often and we see this kind of like what people will pay for or how you'll make money um, and, and kind of how you'll treat your money. So this, this you have, you have Li, um, Libra rules your second house. Mm -hmm. And Libra is really bringing in like this goddess energy. She's, she's kind of like this goddess. She's very social, definitely about beauty. Um, a little, a little more feminine, I would say, than Taurus energy, like, because Taurus also has the Venus influence, but there's a little more of, like, a femininity. She, because of that, like, goddess energy, there is, there is an aspect of, like, law of attraction and, you know, kind of owning some of that. So, if we're looking at it from the perspective, like, what are people going to buy? What are they going to pay money for? Right. Um, that this could be in how things are presented, how your programs or your readings or your products or whatever, you know, they're going to be, what's that? Like marketing. Yeah. Yeah. Like, kind of like your marketing, but almost like, yeah, like the presentation. Um, absolutely. It, it, there's, there's a beauty, you know, there's like, there's, it's, 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 it's beautiful. It's, and it can, it might have, I'm not saying that has to be like pink and flowers all over the place, but there might be like this femininity to it. Um, it can still, it's still going to have that, that, cl that cleanness, that Virgo, that's really going to be 
Virgoian, you know, Virgo's like clean, it's not too cluttered. So it's not going to be anything too crazy, but that there is an attention to beauty and it might be how it relates back to like, um, healing, right? Like that healing when we're, when we're healed, when we're healthy, we do have that beauty that exudes out because we're healthy. We're balanced because she's also, she deals with balance and harmony, things that are, that are, um, cared for in, in that way. She's, I'm trying to think of what else can relate to this, um, fine clothing. So, you know, just like a good presentation and you have, you know, because of your Taurus, you're like, you appreciate the material and, and so this can be a part of how you present. And if you create a product, it's, 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 it's beautiful. People are like, wow, I really, mm, I like that. Um, <laughs> yeah. um, she's definitely also kind of like social and a people pleaser and, and all of that. But this Libra and energy, I think is, is kind of cool having it in the second house because you you get to present in a, a pleasing way. Yeah. Yeah. I've, or even like, I take that as like, if I'm like, because what I want to do is like, I want to heal people. Like I know that's my mission. Mm -hmm. And I feel like, like with presenting myself in that way, I guess. Yeah. With that. Like if I'm the product, you like person like to say or how do you say it like per se whatever um presenting my way and me in that kind of way that does yeah that that, like yeah makes sense (laughs) yeah good good and I don't I mean I don't know if you if you personally like you know you like to you like to look nice and you might like you know had to have nice clothing and stuff like that and have like a fashionability to you yeah that rings true for you at one point I wanted to be like a fashion designer okay yeah so that that exactly so that's really you can use that you can use that and that will be um that will be attractive to people and that will that will be part of your self-expression of that leo-ness too you know that that's part of just your innate self-expression like you don't have to be it to sometimes I think, especially in the healing world, it's like, oh, you know, all healers like dress like hippies and they, um, like aren't into materialism. And do you know what I mean? I don't, I just, this is about you and how you bring it forth. Right. I feel like we all have different ways of presenting things and for sure. I feel like it's, it's good to I guess, challenge what society thinks is like, because like when people like, I would, I would say I'm a witch, I guess. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But like, I guess um, I, it's not like I look different than what people would think I would look like. I don't know, but it's like, I don't know. It challenges people. I like that. <laughs> yeah. Well, and that's going to be, you know, I, I think, owning a little bit, stepping more into the spotlight with that. Like, you know, the, 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 I, I'm, I'm not thinking of like a catchy name at all, 
so it's, it's going to be very disruptive, but it's like, you know, the, um, the witch card reader fashionista, right. <laughs> like who yeah. is she, you know, or like, here she is. Oh, she looks, you know, she looks so good. And like, she's got this charisma and, um, and, and she, but she like has this depth and this, this like crazy esoteric healing stuff that she does. <laughs> yeah, I feel like a lot of people don't expect that from me. Yeah. Yeah. And that's your Aquarius too, right? Your Aquarius South node, like using those gifts yeah. of Aquarius, like a little bit of shock value. Just bit, yeah, I know? love it. I love surprising <laughs> people. <laughs> um, cool. So yeah, I think, you know, we've covered, we kind of covered a lot of the, a lot of what the overall structure, right. Of, of what you're, from that life path perspective. Um, and I just kind of want to check in with you and see first off, if this has made some sense and if you have any questions. Oh yeah, for sure. It made sense. It kind of, I mean, like looking, it's weird how you like know these things about yourself and then like your birth chart kind of explains it, you know? Yeah, 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 yeah. Like it goes into depth on why you are the way you are. And like, I don't know. But yeah, that does make sense. As for questions. Um, I don't know. I'm kind of lost a little bit. Um, That's okay. Not lost, but like. I guess I'd want to know more about like that eighth house energy. I don't know. Cause like when I look at my own, like, I know we talked about the stelium, but like, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I, I, and I mean, that's, you know, that's something like, I'll just say a few words about that, but that's also something that could be, you know, a lot of times if I'm going into subsequent readings or something like we'll go more into houses, it's just, um, cause there's a lot, even just like going into all of your houses and, and some of the other planets like Mars and, you know, just some of the ones that we didn't, um, touch on so much. And, and, but something to look at, like, something else you have since you asked about that in okay so in the eighth house you you have um it's funny how did i write that down aries. oh yeah okay sorry aries <laughs> is ruling your eighth house mm -hmm. and i'm so i'm br just bringing that up because aries is your identity aries is kind of the self, anything that's related to self, self-confidence, self-worth, self-love, self-acceptance. Um, so if we look at this eighth house and what it represents, it's like, this is a part of you, your identity. Right. And, and who you are, which is why you even brought it up. And I think Phil, you brought that up at, right at the beginning, because it is, because it's ruled by Aries, this is kind of like, you, f you feel pretty connected to that from an identity standpoint. Mm -hmm. And that's why, you know, I feel like get using some of that and beginning to bring it more out into the spotlight, cultivating that confidence, that self-confidence, that set, you know, self-worth about all of that will probably even 
speak to your um the, your your clients and customers too to a certain extent it's like they'll be kind of like whoa yeah she's like really owning that and i really want to own that too being that leo archetype mhm that's very interesting <laughs> i didn't realize aries is really my eighth house yeah yeah it is um you know, and I would even say like self-inquiry goes under that. You know, everything that's like in self, <laughs> right. in the self. Um, and you might be prompting that self-inquiry with your clients. You know, they're having to like look inside a little bit in order to shine, in order to come out. Um, so, Yeah. I think it's a great, it's a great question. Um, if you were to, you know, just as like, first of all, do you feel like you had some ahas and some illumination through this reading? Oh yeah, for sure. Awesome. Whole, like Virgo, like I knew Virgo, like my rising is like how I come off to people, but I didn't realize that's kind of like what your life path is. And like knowing that it's in Virgo and like the healing part of it, like, yeah, that's kind of like, okay, that makes sense as to why I want to do what I want to do and why I have like certain missions that I want to, or why I am the way I am. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah definitely. And you know, Vir it's, it's great. Cause for you'll be, you'll be able to create and produce, you know, like you have the Taurus, you have the Virgo, like, use that to, to, um, support a lot of the more, you know, woo woo or whatever concepts. Um, and that's so nice to have that backing. Like it really is. Um, but while still maintaining your balance and not, you know, overworking and like depleting your own self when you're trying to heal others, you know, you've got it keep coming back to yourself um and how about how about any action steps that would be associated with what we went over today like what feels like something you can carry from this and maybe a game plan or something like that I could probably like because I've always thought about having like a YouTube channel to start mm -hmm. like doing tarot readings but awesome. I guess yeah like taking that action into like actually doing them more often and like the way I like make with the Libra in my second house like make things like nice the way it's presented and mm -hmm. like actually yeah I guess that would be it <laughs> like awesome making the job out of it and making it knowing that like making it seem with that Libra kind of energy, like, uh, kind of like comfortable, but also like, um, just like, how do you explain it? Um, luxurious. In yeah. Way. yeah. Yes. Ooh, yeah. 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 I think that would be great. And what I'll say on top of it is like, ask yourself how you can have fun doing all that. 
because that'll be the Leo. Yeah, because like I, I'll like be in my room reading my own cards for like hours. Like it's, <laughs> it's fun to me already. So like I'm just like I need to just like take action and do it because yeah. like it's fun. Like I love doing it, and like for my friends, like if I'm at my friend's house, my friend's house, I always have a set of tarot cards with me. And I'm just like, let me read your cards. Like, mm-hmm. I, yeah, I just. It's, taking those actions to actually do it because I know it's fun and I know it's something that I'll be good at and I'll enjoy. Yep. Yeah. It's awesome. I love it. I definitely would. Yeah. YouTube channel. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Get that thing happening. You know, it's just amazing how quick and easy Starting that is. An audience building. Yeah. Yeah. And stuff like that. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Um, well, great. I, yeah, I'm like, I'm like, I'm excited. I look forward to hearing how things transpire. Should we have the chance to connect again? Um, but, and I really, I just really appreciate you sharing uh, because I, I feel like each one of these readings, um, it's, it's, it can be inspiring to others as well as, you know, my ultimate purpose is to be able to support each one of the people that I do the readings for. But but hopefully also maybe inspire other people who could be struggling with the same thing. So I just really appreciate that. Right. Yeah, <laughs> so thank you, Kylie. And uh, until we connect again, um, just keep doing the great work that you're doing. You know, you're on such a great path. Thank you so much. You're this welcome. is very um, insightful. Awesome. Awesome. Well, enjoy the rest of your day. You too. Thank Um, you. Thank you so much. Bye-bye.